Welcome back to the Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. It is Friday, Friday, and possibly the most uh, precarious show that we will have all semester, simply because uh, this time around uh, my co-hosts Kenny and Peyton have to share a mic, so things could get tense. I don't, I don't know what... Is the mic even on? Yeah, it is. This will be fun. <laughs> I have the fun. mic right now. Peyton's not taking the mic. Get away, get away. Get oh, away, get away, get away, get away. I've already, set, I've already set a dangerous precedent. This is precedent. the mic that, always, that I always sit at. Just because you broke your mic doesn't mean I have to... <laughs> hey! I did not break the mic. Yeah, we no, walked no in one, they were broken. No one broke yeah, any Yeah, I don't know who at KCOU I have to blame for this, but I, I don't think it's Will. I don't think it's Nash, but somebody... Needs to be blamed. General, fix the mics. General tech issues happen. It's okay. No, this was a thing that has been happen that has been happening. Do you since think yesterday. it was? Do you think it was sabotage? <sighs> I knew those Sorry. people at the Man Eater couldn't be trusted. <laughs> Them or MUTV. I know you're behind this, Jack Sobel. If you're listening, we're coming for you. He's, he's behind. The... It was definitely those guys from. Um, What's that? What's that podcast that blocked us? Oh, the original the unwritten podcast. No, 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 no. Not the, not that one. The one that blocked us. Oh, fantasy football laboratories. Shane Paul. Yeah, they blocked us and they stole our stick. They what? are now Godzilla That's Kong great. merchants because we were. Oh, good for them though. Wow, this is just a call out, just off the bat here on the. Yeah. On the Should we buy rule. followers too? Anyway, no. Oh boy. I sure would love to buy some bot followers. Hey, I think we should get a cameo. All right, all right. Of Riley Dixon. That's enough. The That's Giants punter. Syracuse legend. Alum. Graduate. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, enough with the, uh, the, the beef, I guess. But, uh, yeah, that being said, we will have an interesting show for you guys today. We have, of course, a guest joining us to debate Kong versus Zilla later, uh, as well as spring training, um, looking at baseball. But first, guys... Uh, well, I guess we'll start with baseball, just collegiate baseball with Mizzou baseball. Um, the Tigers got their series against, um, oh, I'm blanking. Was it just Illinois, Illinois State? State? It is against Illinois State. It got moved to the campus of Illinois State just yes. because of weather. A um, little bit unfortunate in terms of um, being able to provide coverage. But, um, you know, guys, has it been just the same old story as, as we've seen before from Mizzou baseball? Before we talk about that, I want to say it's not that unfortunate that we can't cover that now because we almost didn't have a show because of that, all right? So whatever. <laughs> that wasn't the reason why we weren't going to have a show. It was something with basketball. If but Mizzou basketball didn't win yesterday, then we wouldn't have a show today. I see. Yeah, but it had to do with baseball coverage. Yeah, but it's fine now. Payton's just going to Even if Mizzou in. had... Like, Mizzou, they won, so we were fine, even if baseball wasn't moved to Illinois. I don't care. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway, um, the series against Illinois State was moved to Normal, Illinois. Have either of you been to Normal? Payne, have you been to Normal? No. I've been through Normal. You've been through Normal? Yeah. Oh, I was, you, you surprised me more just because I didn't know how far. I went through it been. to go to Michigan. Ah. Yeah. It's a, it's a lovely place. It's very normal. Yeah, it's very normal. Got him! <laughs> Dumber. I have to I have to drive through there every time I go home, so I I know the, the little town well. But yeah, they're playing Illinois State. What can you guys, you know, preview for us for that series? Obviously they got a win against St. Louis after having some tough D one I mean not D one power five competition, mm -hmm. um, playing Arizona and Oklahoma, lost both those games. 
Um, finally came off of what was, I believe, a five-game losing streak with their yes. win against St. Louis. What did you see from that game? Can they take it into Illinois State? Well, the most unbelievable thing about the game against St. Louis was that Mizzou actually had clutch pitching. Like, it had good pitching. Like, Lucas Feinberg's went five and two-thirds, gave up one run. That's the pitching performance for the of the year for this team. And then the bullpen came in and shut the door. That was by far the biggest thing to take away from that game, especially after uh, how just abysmal the pitching's been this year. I mean, Mizzou against Omaha, I think it was two weekends ago at this point, they scored 11 runs in a game and lost by six. Yep. Scored 12 runs in a game, only won by two. Uh, and then the the Oklahoma game, where Mizzou races out to a 6-0 lead and then loses the game by 10 runs. Yeah. Gives up 16 unanswered runs. Just And this team has been absolutely abysmal pitching-wise. Hopefully, they can take the St. Louis game and build it into some positive momentum. I'm not overly optimistic about that, though. Yes, flipping the mic over here. Sorry for that noise. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with Peyton. Uh, it's just pitching and hitting isn't going, isn't correlating correctly. Uh, they lost to Oklahoma. They scored six runs, but they also gave up 16. They got swept in the Frisco College Classic, lost, dropped two to Dallas Baptist. Who is Dallas Baptist? And they lost Oklahoma and Arizona. That wasn't a good weekend for them. And they bounced back against SLU, but the hitting wasn't there. Um, going into Illinois State, they are currently doing the math. Uh, they are two and three right now. Uh, they have a win against SEMO uh, from Missouri. Um, other games, they lost close ones, but those are also non-Power 5 teams. So if Mizzou wants to make a statement, they want to get better, this is the best time to do it against these non-Power 5 teams when next weekend is the start of SEC play at Kentucky. Yeah, I think this series is pretty massive for them illinois state by the looks of it isn't a very good team they're not a power five team um it would very much benefit mizzou to build as much momentum as they can uh going into sec play next week uh luckily the sec team they play next week is kentucky who was i believe the only sec team projected to be worse than us granted that those projections were obviously wrong because mizzou very obviously has been the worst team in the SEC so far. Oof. But, um, yeah, taking three of four from Illinois State, like, has to be, like, the bare minimum. Like, a sweep would be absolutely gorgeous for this team. Not going to hold my breath for that, though. Hopefully they can take three, though. I mean, oh, yeah, I'll go I'll go back to Peyton. Go ahead. I have a, I have a point for him. Um but looking at Kentucky this season, they are eight and two. The only two losses were they dropped two games at Ball State in a four-game oh. series. So it's going to look like a tough season for Mizzou. A lot, a lot of young guys are going to have to stand up. You know, the pitching core looks good, but they can't rely on everyone for every game. They're going to have to spread the spread the pitch count. And they have a top twenty um, draft or not draft uh, recruiting recruiting class. class for next year. So hopefully those freshmen and however the three years that they have to be here will hopefully boost this Mizzou team because in like the last 20 years or something, it's like the first time that Mizzou will probably not have a draft uh, player drafted. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Um, the only possibility I would think of is probably Trey Dillard, who, but he had Tommy John. So 
good chance that yeah, that's a, correct. Yeah, not a but good. What was the thing you wanted to ask? Well, me? I just wanted to bring up your guy Brant Belk. He played pretty well against St. Louis. Two hits, two mm-hmm. runs, only Brant, three at bats. But Brant Belk uh, has been one of the few uh, bright spots for this team. Really, I think him and Luke Mann have been really good. Chad McDaniel's been pretty solid. Um, Joshua Day's been good. Uh, Zach Heiss and Ian Lose, um, the two freshmen, have flashed potential, but. Yeah, I I would agree. Brant Belk has been has had to step up this year, and he's done a good job so far. Yeah, uh, three at bats because he walked on one of them, but that's a pretty good day. That's seven fifty on base percentage. That's what you want from you know a guy that's going to hit one or two in the season. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, any other thoughts on Mizzou baseball um, prospects for the year? They're really bad. They're, they're <laughs> lucky they beat SLU. Otherwise, I'd probably extend this segment another ten minutes just screaming about the pitching, but. I'll take if they just can take three of four from Illinois State, I'll be relatively happy with the progress. Yeah, I think that'll that'll build on some momentum, hopefully, or at least some momentum as in one win in their last six games against SLU. But we'll have to see how it goes. Should we shift over to a men's men's hoops? Yeah, I think so. They were also in action. Kenny, Um, what do you think? Should we go to basketball? Yeah, we should. All right, (laughs) let's do it. Sounds good. Um yeah, Mizzou, uh, the men's basketball team were in action last night. That wasn't night. me. Oh, yeah. It for, sounded just like you. Yeah, I, I, think oh, you, I think you said it. Very good, Peyton. <laughs> Should I be you? Sure. No, I don't want to be mean. Okay. <laughs> Mizzou basketball. But yeah, Mizzou men's basketball was in action in the SEC play against Georgia last night. Uh, the Tigers got a 73-70 win. Um, pretty Interesting performance. I don't know how well it bodes considering uh, they are playing one of the hottest teams in the country tonight in Arkansas. Um, they are the two seed in the SEC. The Razorbacks hoping to, I would say even, and, and this could be something we get into a little bit after we talk about Mizzou, um, could be hoping to inflate their standing up to maybe that two line if they can perform well in the SEC tournament. But guys, what did you see from the Tigers game against Georgia? Um, who impressed you and what do they have to do because certainly they're going to have to do a lot better if they want to beat Arkansas versus Georgia. Um, the one thing I would point out is that um, Xavier Pinson was shooting a lot better. He had that uh, buzzer beater at the to end the first um, half. One thing that's negative about this team is that they collapsed again. Yep. Happens too often. We were watching the game. We're like, okay, this is it. You know, moving on. Arkansas tomorrow. And if it wasn't for a lane violation, this game could have been tied. Very true. And the lane violation, and it sent it to a one-and-one, and, one, and he, Georgia ended up missing the free throw, and that sealed the game for Mizzou pretty much. Um, other than that, Drew Smith was great defensively, but shots weren't falling. He ended up finishing with 16 points, but on 6-for-14 shooting. That's not something you expect from Drew Smith. He's a very consistent player, just a little bit. He just didn't look all the way there yet, but in the second half, he kind of picked it up. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree with Kenny. Uh, Xavier Pinson was pretty locked in. He also, uh, I noticed, uh, and I think Dave Matter pointed this out too, he was a lot better defensively than we're used to seeing. Uh, he seemed a lot more locked in uh, defense, uh, just on the defensive end. He had, what was it, three steals? Yeah, three steals. Uh, that has to be a season high for him <laughs> they, because I'm so used to him just getting blown by on the court. But uh, another guy who I think really kind of had to step up because the rest of the team was just kind of, I don't know, just kind of eh, kind of mediocre out there. Uh, Kobe Brown uh, in the second half really stepped up. That was a Kobe Brown takeover half for a while. 
Uh, he was the main reason I think Mizzou got out to a pretty good lead. Uh, but, yeah, like Kenny said, this team just collapses every single game in the second half. It's pretty horrible to watch, but at least they were able to weather the storm. Yeah, um, Kobe Brown I thought was really solid. He's the one guy that makes me excited about a player for Missouri's future a little bit, just given how old this team is. But, yeah, I mean, four players in your starting five and double figures is good. Obviously, Mark Smith only having four points is pretty bad. Expected. Um, he only took four shots. Yeah. He also missed two free throws that were – I just don't understand that. Yeah. For a team that's one of the most was one of the most consistent free throw, like the best free throw shooting team of all time last year. Yeah, they really fell off. And they're seventy three point seven percent yesterday. Um, one thing I would say is that Kobe Brown, they left him wide open twice. It's like you know that he's not the best shooter. Like he found his role as in the paint, playing scrappy layups, and they left him open because they just realized he's not gonna make every shot. But they left him just too much time. Yeah. Like still collapse on him. Like even the they wouldn't even collapse on him. Like you when, get has, a hand up when he has the least. ball, they're just going to the rim. They're just looking for the rebound. And I think that's something that Kobe should take, you know, for granted, like not take for granted. If he gets the ball and he has time, get settled, take the shot. If he does that, he'll make them. He went two for three. And I think that's a good thing for Kobe moving forward. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see kind of how he develops. And, and if he can play like this tonight against Arkansas and the rest of the way, you know, however long that lasts for Missouri in terms of their season, that'll be really promising. Two yeah, games. Um, yeah, but probably two games. But I think Xavier Pinson also has has really come stepped it back up to the levels that we saw kind of in the middle of the season when Mizzou were were at their peak. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see how they'll play against Arkansas. I mean, I think if they play, you know, they obviously have to up their level a little bit. But if they play how they did for three quarters of this game, they could certainly still be in the game against Arkansas. I think this this 73-70 scoreline against Georgia is a little closer than what the game actually was. It was just yeah. Missouri falling off, which they tend to do, and they can't do that against Arkansas. It's going to be mm-hmm. pretty ugly for them. The key, I think, going into the Arkansas game is absolutely going to be Tillman versus Vanover this time because when we had Tillman in the first game where we pretty much blew out Arkansas, Tillman locked uh he locked uh Connor Vanover up to a 0 for 11 shooting and he himself had 25 points. Uh that was just a massive mismatch that the second time Arkansas played us, we didn't have Tillman. Tillman had was away from the team with personal issues. Vanover absolutely obliterated anyone that was guarding him. It was yep. most of the time it was Parker Braun which uh whatever. I, I don't care enough to pronounce his name correctly because Parker Brown is not good. And Parker Brown... He didn't play at all yesterday, I don't think. Thank goodness. That's a good thing. Parker Brown, when he was on Connor Vanover, was just getting worked the entire day. And that really, I think, made the difference in the end. I think in that second game against Arkansas, if Mizzou has Tillman, they win that game by like seven or eight rather than have to go to overtime. Yeah, I think it's interesting, too, because Xavier Pinson also played terrific in that second game, and Missouri took them to overtime without Tillman. So even with Moses Moody scoring 16, which at this point you got to just chalk up, he's going to do that no matter who you have on him. He's a good player. Um, but even with, you know, Smith having 19 for Arkansas, I believe it's Jay Sean Tate had 14. Or, oh, no, Jalen Tate. I'm thinking of somebody else. Um, Isn't Jay Sean Tate a... Is he a- Basketball, like an NBA player? Yeah. He's on the Rockets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. He's, he's, he's in the NBA. I'm sure. He's on the Rockets, yeah. Get um, my names mixed up. But yeah, I, I mean, even with them all being in double figures, I think 
Missouri hung around, and with Tillman Payton, you make a good point. They'll they'll have probably, I won't say they'll have the edge, but they'll certainly be. It'll be easier for them. Go ahead, Kenny. Um, Arkansas is the only other team to beat Alabama this year. They're the best team in the SEC. They dropped. They almost won by 40 today against Mississippi State. Glad Mississippi State is out of the tournament. They are Missouri's kryptonite. Woo! True. Uh, one thing for the first game, Jeremiah Tillman bullied Connor Vanover. Yep. Bullied him. Like I'm serious. 0 for 11. Like and you're over seven feet. And if Jeremiah Tillman comes out, and does the same thing. Just rebound. Putbacks. You, you're stronger than you're stronger than Connor Vanover. I can promise you that. You can just tell by their size. Like even though they're both nearing seven feet, Jeremiah Tillman is the better player. If he just doesn't like Connor Vanover score, this team wins. And Xavier Pinson showed out yesterday, and he's he's back. He hit like a short stint of where he wasn't really making threes. He was kind of playing a little lazy on the court, and he's back. He had great defense. And if Drew Smith finds a shot today, then this team should honestly win by 20. Because if all these players play to their potential, if they're all playing the way that they found, like, the best ways to play this year, if Kobe Brown is playing well in the paint, this team is unstoppable. I Going back to what you're saying about that, I think we've seen that Mizzou, when they're playing, like, at their best, they can beat absolutely anyone in the country. I mean, the team we saw against Bama, when everything was just clicking for them, Yeah. I mean, that we were destroying Bama and then it got close at the end which sucked but I mean for three quarters of that game Mizzou looked like a top five team in the nation and that I think really could be the ceiling for this team but we've also seen on the flip side of the coin when this team is at their worst they can lose to absolutely anyone in the conference even like Vanderbilt Texas A&M anyone there is such a it's such a double-edged sword with this team that you just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, I mean, I'll play devil's advocate a bit in terms of I think there's a there's something to attest to how well Arkansas is also playing right now. Like, Missouri limped into the SEC tournament. Arkansas has sprinted headfirst to the finish line. I mean, they haven't lost since uh, their game against Oklahoma State in, I think it was January 31st. So this is a team that's also, you know, they're hot at the right time. And I think it's going to take a little bit more of a, of a push. I think Missouri, like you said, are going to have to be at their best. Pinson's going to have to ball out. Jeremiah Tillman's going to have to do what he did to Connor Vanover again um, if they want. And I think the game, even if that happens, is still going to be closer than the first Missouri win because I think there's something to be said about Arkansas having you know, the, the momentum that they have right now into the, going into the SEC tournament. But that's just me. Kenny, you got anything else? Yeah, I think... One thing that I would like to see is Mizzou kind of lets up at the end, and we kind of see it. You know, um, not one of the best players on the team. Uh, sorry, uh, Torrance Watson will come in the game. You know, he's had some clutch shots. He's just kind of getting unlucky with fouls sometimes. And the one thing I would say is both of these teams only carry really – they only play four four people off their bench. And I would just say, like, for Mizzou, just full throttle. Yep. Don't even care. Just keep going. Even Like, play don't, – don't conserve energy. Waste it all now destroy this team if you destroy like, your team you're going to be hyped for the next one and if you knock off arkansas like this is the perfect revenge game you know you you lost arkansas without one of your best players you know a second team all sec uh player and this is the best time to do it you're going to build momentum and the one thing about mark smith last time they played he was 0 for 8 0 for 5 from the three mark smith sometimes can't find his three ball the one thing i would say is that 
<laughs> if he stays on Jalen Tate, if he just does not let Jalen Tate score, that's a win. That's a win. If Mark, Mark Smith is one of the best defenders on the team, yeah. it kind of varies depending on who he plays. But if he's just scrappy, you know, if he stays in there, you saw that against at the end of the TCU game when he wasn't seeing shots falling. You know, he, he found a way to contribute to the team, and I think that's the best way to do it. We will have to see if Missouri can accomplish that task. You can listen to that game uh, tonight on KCOU 88.1 FM. Peyton, you have any final thoughts on on this Missouri Arkansas game? Um, do you think boy, do you think I they're going to win? No, I don't think they're going to win. But I, if Mizzou can play just a, if they can just get like three of their like main contributors to just all click and play well, I think they have a really good chance. If they all are clicking, then forget about it. Mizzou's winning this game. But I don't think it happens. All right. Well, we'll have to see. Um, you know, looking around just the, the world of college basketball, I guess, today, we've seen a few games or a few teams have to um, stop play in the middle of the season. And just in a, in a time where we're Hi, uh... pretty much a, exactly a year almost to the date removed of everything kind of being canceled mm-hmm. in March Madness last year, um, it's pretty... I would say, I guess, uh, deja vu, a little bit of deja vu. We've seen, um, I think, Virginia and Kansas now both having to, to I guess, for, essentially yeah, forfeit, have their to games. forfeit the game. Um, They're out of the tournament. Yeah, so Georgia, what a shame. Georgia Tech is actually onto the ACC championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Texas gets a free victory over Kansas, which I think would have been another great game. Um, in Too the Big bad. 12 tournament, but yeah. Goodbye, Kansas. Hopefully teams can keep it together with COVID in terms of having an NCAA tournament and such. We'll have to see. Um, do you guys have any final thoughts on college hoops before we take a quick break? Uh, I think it'd be awesome if Kansas didn't get to play in the NCAA tournament because of COVID. I just hope it's really widespread for them, and I hope they don't get oh to make it to what? the tournament. <laughs> Stop it. That's just biased. That's, yeah, that's... that's. You don't wish that upon yeah, you someone can't, on yeah, air, you can't, wish, you can't wish COVID upon... Upon an opponent. Do you remember what you said last week? <laughs> I didn't say anything. Um, one thing I would say is that Oklahoma lost to Kansas. I kind of wish that you could do a thing where the team that lost got to keep Gets playing, to play. so we don't keep cutting off games. I know it probably just a little bit easier to for the health and safety of players, but like <laughs> Syracuse lost to Virginia, and I just I feel like Syracuse could have could keep competing, and I feel like they could beat Georgia Tech, and this is an unbiased opinion, and oh. it's not because I have family from Syracuse, and I run a Syracuse fan account. It's none of that. I just think Syracuse well, stood up against Virginia, and at the last second, they just got unlucky with the 2-3 zone, and they <laughs> lost the game. The I mean, to, 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 to add zone, some... The to, zone collapsed. To add some ar- objectivity to and your I, argument. And I, and I collapsed. <laughs> To add to add some objectivity to your argument, I suppose. I mean, Syracuse are a team that would have appreciated another game given where they lie on the bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, shout out my guy Reese Beekman who hit that buzzer beater. I told you about that yesterday, yeah, Kenny. Um, <laughs> oh, one thing I would say is that I don't down. even think they would let them if the positive case came after that game. So there's probably someone on the Syracuse team that might be in COVID, like in a COVID issue. Yeah. We'll have so to that, see what... that's probably that's a, that's a good reason why they're not going to keep doing it. Because if yeah. there's a positive case for one team, and they were most likely playing in that game against the other players, there's a chance that it's it's spread. So yeah. that, that's smart that they're not doing that. If it didn't, then I would like to see a team get another shot. That'd be probably be kind of weird on the stat sheet, but how it goes? So it's, it's a weird a, world we're in right yeah, now. Yeah, it's 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 all just weird. Um, games around the country right now. Tennessee is likely going to beat Florida. Um, 
Dang. in the SEC tournament. Uh, Purdue and Ohio State are in overtime right now in the Big Ten. Ohio State has really Fell not, off had not time. had a good go of it in the last couple games. Uh, Michigan crushed Maryland. Alabama destroyed Mississippi State, like uh, Peyton mentioned earlier. Um, and that then, was Kenny. Or Kenny mentioned earlier. And then just a couple semifinals from some uh, non-Power 5 conferences. Tiny um, teams. Yeah, the big the big games kind of come Saturday and Sunday with championships having to happen before selection. Sunday, we will, of course, dive into the bracket and our thoughts on that next week once it's out. Um, mm-hmm. And tournament games actually start pretty much during our, our show at that point. So... Ooh, that'll be fun. It'll it'll be fun. We'll give some live some live updates. But uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we're gonna dive into the NBA, talk a little bit about the All Star Game, as well as dive into spring training with our special guest. You don't want to miss it. This is the Unwritten Rule on KCOU eighty eight point one FM. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The Missouri Army National Guard can help you get the education you need to land the career you've always wanted. The Guard will pay up to 100% of your tuition for up to 39 credit hours per academic year at 90 colleges and tech schools across the state. You're eligible as soon as you enlist. Learn more about the many benefits that come with serving part-time in the Missouri Army National Guard. Visit NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association in this station. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you, too, can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. Play. Play. Yeah. And welcome back to the Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. The show goes on, and we, uh... Yo! Yo! You missed the perfect time to come back. Is this mic on? Yeah. Oh, it is. Cool. You missed the perfect time to come back. Why? Because, like, it was, like, right after the song, and we, like, always come back at that one spot. But instead... Did I click it too early? No, you just weren't in here. Oh. Oh, my bad. <laughs> uh, We're leaving. Hey, we don't know. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, we're going to dive into the All-Star game and talk a little bit. Hold on. Kenny's giggling and grabbed at the mic. What do you want to say? Stop pushing the no, mic away I'm not now. Oh, okay. This sound. You guys are getting say. some great nat, nat sounds to add to this. Oh, yeah. To add to this show. Some sound effects. Stop. Oh, please stop that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about the NBA. The All-Star game was last Sunday. Feels like forever ago. I'm going to be honest. Yawn. What do you mean, yawn? Yawn. Whoa. 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 Yawn Gomes? Uh, no, I just, oh. to start off, I do not think the NBA All-Star game was uh, fun at all this year. Um, I do like the new thing where they make each quarter like almost a game of itself. Yeah. And they kind of restart. Um, in the end, I do like the alarm ending where you play to 24, right? Yep. For Kobe. Yeah. And in the end, you know, Team LeBron came out 170 to 150. Great defense, uh, like always. And um, I'm going to talk about this. You know, you, you call LeBron James a goat, and he had four points. It's an all-star game. Yeah, no, yeah, two people in here have called him the goat, and I am not one of them. So, Well, you're wrong. Well, MJ wouldn't have put up four in an all-star game. Says the one wearing a LeBron James mask right now. I'm liter- It's literally Michael Jordan. <laughs> It is. I, I I have to keep. I have to be honest. But, um, I mean, yeah, the All Star game definitely. I don't think it was ever expected to live up to the hype. It was. It usually does. Well, um, it wasn't even that hyped, was it? <laughs> no, that's yeah. exactly my point. And like, no. Well, normally, I mean, it's, it's like especially recently with the, picking the teams, you kind of get that hype with like, ooh, why did they make this choice? You know, like, why is this team going to do better? Who loads up two K and plays with the Jazz? <laughs> That's, that's I actually a good do that point. all the time. I really like oh, the Jazz. Of course, you do. of course, both of the Jazz players were taken last since they started the pandemic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wasn't isn't a year ago yesterday when? Yep. No, it was today. That was no, it was a year ago yesterday. yesterday that's when it got that announced the, that Rudy Gobert had COVID. Co- yeah. COVID. Because he, on ESPN they showed the clip of him touching all the microphones. Yep. Just yeah. because you don't know that much about it doesn't mean you should you should do that. We really. I remember we went we went off when. Like about that, just in when our, we found out he got COVID, yeah, just it's in like, our general. oh wow, like he should maybe be suspended forever. And yeah. then it's like, oh wait, well he's gonna have a long summer layoff anyways because oh my goodness, everything is canceled. Yeah, yeah, quite the time it was almost a year ago. But yeah, um, looking back at the All Star game, what LeBron James did only have four points. A lot of people were pretty underwhelmed. Um, it was obviously going to be a lopsided game given how limited Kevin Durant's squad became. After he was out, and then they lost Ben Simmons and Joel Joel Embiid. Um, yeah, I mean, Giannis Antetokounmpo, MVP. I personally was happy about that. I think it should have either been him or Curry. Curry had 28 points. He hit like three half-court shots. I think Mike Conley had a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Conley, three points off the bench. I think he had the least amount of points of every day. Oh, no, DeMontis Sabonis had Sabonis two Sabonis had two. Um, looking at the plus-minus is kind of ridiculous. When James Harden was on the floor, it was the lo- the lowest of all the players. Oh my guess what it was, Peyton? Um, I'm gonna guess negative 62. Okay, that's a little. That's extreme. a little high. It's 23. Negative 23. It's still terrible. That's yeah. a horrible just, plus minus. I like the whole draft concept, but Team Durant was so undersized and so inexperienced I mean, compared to yeah. Team LeBron. It wasn't his fault though. Team LeBron had three um, MVPs in the starting five. Plus, it's true. Luka Doncic, who, who's some people projected to win the MVP this year, so and Nikola Jokic, who would be winning the MVP yeah. if his team was in first place. But exactly. So it's a pretty underwhelming 
game, in my yeah. opinion. No, that's that's a very fair call. Especially I, winning by 20 in an All-Star game. I would like it to be a little closer. Yeah. I'm going to go back uh, on a point I made on, on the other show I do on, on Tuesdays, talking about the dunk contest. I was very underwhelmed by the dunk contest. Oh, well... It was... I mean, I at first was talking about how I thought it was entertaining just given the names were so unknown and I was like oh what did they do but now looking back on it I'm like it was just kind of boring well yeah because A nobody knew who Anthony Simons was I did only because did. he was like 17 when he started playing in the NBA and he, we also saw someone oh, with his jersey yeah. at, at let me talk Peyton I gotta, I gotta ask a question we saw someone with his jersey at the rec last we year we did we is he confused. the dude that went to like IMG? Yeah, Academy? he okay. went. He, he's in he like his fourth season, and he's like twenty one. Right. Okay, I did know him then, yeah. and he won. Right, I didn't watch. He won a second of it. He okay. won after not kissing the rim on a dunk. Awesome. Did you see? Have you haven't seen that clip? Nope. <laughs> he he went up and tried to, he tried to just get really close to the rim and like kiss the rim, and then didn't didn't and just dunked it. That's how he won. How the did dunk Obi contest. top and not win this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Good lord. It's it was pretty mediocre. Overall. Speaking of Obi Toppin, if you'd like to hear about the 2020 uh, A10 tournament that never happened, you can go on KCOU and search <laughs> my article, that article where I wrote about that Dayton was going to win it and he was going to win the Wooden Award. I, I got mean, half of that correct. Yeah, he was he was going to win the Wooden Award. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was an interesting dunk contest. Obviously, they had the three point contest and the skills challenge. No surprise in the three point contest. Steph Curry. Destroyed. I thought Zach Levine had a chance, you yeah, know, becoming the first ever dunk and three-point competition and bringing it to Chicago, the mecca of basketball. <laughs> is that the would that be the that is not the mecca of basketball. Yeah, it really it's either isn't. Kansas or Indiana, Indiana, which are, very, are still very no. strange states. What? No, you're, you're done. Talk. Please name me uh, four towns in Kansas. Besides, oh, I could, besides Kansas City, I could do this. Topeka, Wichita. Okay, four cities. With no, 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 no. Shut people. it. Um, Lawrence. Something. Uh, Lawrence, yes, and Manhattan. Got Mickey him. Mouse, Let's go. Mouse, Woo! Mouse, Woo! Oh, Ottawa. There's an Ottawa, Kansas. Oh, Independence, Kansas. Nope. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. That's oh. where. That's where Independence Community College yeah. is. Garden don't, City. Don't test my I geography. Don't test my geography right, knowledge, Peyton. I know the Jayhawk Conference. Oh yeah, I watched enough of Last, uh, Chance, Last you. Chance You to that, know this. That third season was. That's yeah. fair enough. So you know it because of Last Chance You. I also got a hundred on the map test in fifth grade. The maps test is not a test about maps. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what that is. <laughs> Did you ever have to take a maps test? Uh no. Oh, I lived in North they were Carolina. Terrible. We had to take the benchmark tests. Yeah, which is what they were called. <laughs> That's so funny. I got a hundred on the maps test. Yeah, you were you used to bench sitting on the bench, huh? Oh. Your marks on the bench, buddy. Calling him out. I never said I anyway, was good at sports. Back, back to the all-star game. I mean Oh, because you're such a supreme athlete. All district uh tap six A Houston twenty eighteen cross country. No one knows what words you're saying. I thought he was about to say he was an all district in tap dancing for a second. Yeah, tap. That's what taps is. Yeah. They know like taps like you played on their recorder. Oh yeah. I thought it was a trumpet they played it with. Like for the like You can literally play it on anything. Okay, but I <laughs> Who plays it on their recorder? I think I'm hearing more of the mic swinging than either of you. 
I'm Look, just kidding. Maybe if KCOU. No, not get it back into this. Go, no, no. No. You know what? I'm going to say it. We had to vote for the $5 fee on our student bill. <laughs> fix our mics. No one's listening to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm really not. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, back to the All Star game, guys. I mean, Kenny, you watched it too, right? Because Peyton clearly didn't. He didn't even watch the dunk contest. Oh no, I watched part of it. I was there with you. I mean, were you were you impressed by by yeah. anything? Yeah, um, I think Steph Curry honestly should have won MVP. I know Giannis had more points than him, but Steph Curry was so flashy and he so was. much fun. I feel yeah. like he deserved it, in my opinion. I do. He think... didn't get the three point contest, but yeah, it's a different award. I do not disagree with an argument that Steph Curry should have won it. I would not have been upset if they gave it to him over Giannis. I think the only thing is, like. Giannis, first of all, went perfect from the field, and he made three threes, which he never does. So that was cool to see. But at the same time, go ahead. We also saw his son's face, Liam. Oh, that's true. The future of the NBA in yeah. 2060. That's true. Liam Antetokounmpo, watch out. Um, but also, I think I think people get too hard on Giannis for just dunking and making layups. Like, if they're going to not play defense, what else is he like supposed to do? Yeah, Giannis isn't a guy that's just going to pull up from half court like Dame or Steph is. I mean, it would have been funny, but, like, he's just going to throw down dunks the whole game. I just think people wanted more of a, some fun dunks. He did lay up from the free throw line. He did. He did. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think people get, get a little too harsh with how, quote-unquote, boring he plays in the All-Star game just because he doesn't shoot from half court every time. But I don't know. What about you, Peyton? You impressed with Zach Levine? Uh, you know, he got double figures. Uh, I saw that much. That's about all I can ask for. He was uh, a minus 17 plus minus. I, uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, it doesn't really matter. Um, just happy he was there, you know. Just kind of disappointed he didn't win the three-point competition, but I thought there was a real chance. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't know. Maybe don't Steph think... <laughs> was going to have an off night, you know. Yeah, I don't think Things there was that... ever a chance. Uh, you never know. No. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. All right, uh, guys, any other thoughts on uh, on the NBA All-Star game? The outlook for maybe the rest of the season as we're in the, the second half, so to speak. Does anyone even watch the skills contest anymore? Okay, I was actually going to bring that up. I don't think I've ever watched it. Yeah, me neither. I don't, it doesn't look that, it would look fun to like do, like actually like try, but it doesn't look fun to watch. Especially when like DeMontis Sabonis wins it. Boring, <laughs> who cares? Not a, not a DeMontis Sabonis fan? He well, he's better than Russell Westbrook, so it's whatever. Not ever any nobody listening is gonna understand that, but no, I, I mean I get it in the joke sense, but yeah. I, I don't know. It's a debate. Um, all right. Well, I mean, do we have anything else? Do we wanna do we wanna dive right into football or do we wanna go break football? Football, 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 football. football. Oh, I was dreading this one. Woo! Peyton, why don't you lead yes, the football yes, discussion? Yes, yes, yes. Russell Wilson to the Bears rumors are heating up. Ugh. Russell Wilson was not in the letter, the, the season ticket letter uh, to Seahawks season ticket holders, obviously. Um, and you know what? It's happening. He's not there. Clearly, they aren't planning on him being there long term. He tweeted something about new beginnings the other day. Uh, the betting odds were pulled. Russell Wilson is coming to Chicago. I did see a thing that historically when the betting odds are pulled, it almost always happens, which isn't great. But Yep, because Russell Wilson is coming to Chicago. I'm not. Kenny, you can speak on this first. <laughs> um, I think it's not going to happen. 
Oh, really? Or is he? I did tweet off the radio account that he was traded to the bear or traded to the Bears. <laughs> so people were kind of upset about it. You just spread some fake news. It's not fake news. It's just a little trolling. We do, exactly we do a little trolling. <laughs> we do a little trolling. Oh, please do not quote as that. Donald Trump would please say. Please do not quote that man on um, our show. But in the end, you know, Bears fans can, you know, hope that this happens. You know, uh, Adam Rosen's walking down the hall right now, and I don't know if you can hear me. Uh, but the Bear, yeah, you can't hear me. The Bears are not getting <laughs> Russell Wilson. Um, in the end, you know, Russell Wilson is the fourth greatest Bears quarterback of all time. Already. Uh, but, you know, if he goes anywhere, it's going to be the Bears. I think the Seahawks are just trolling people. And if it, if it happens, at what cost? Um, give me a few first-rounders and Cleo Mack if I'm the Seahawks. Yeah. And more. That's, and just, among, that's yeah. just the headline. Bunch of players. I would gladly give up three first-rounders and Khalil Mack for Russ, like in a heartbeat. I mean, yeah, I feel like Bears fans would give almost anything to get Russell Wilson. Oh, It would fit so well with that team, which makes me sad as a fan. But objectively speaking, the trade does make sense. So I can't really deny that the rumors are very much real, and we'll have to see. I mean... I, th- I feel like they'd want to get this deal done, what, before free agency opens, right? Before the draft, probably. Or the draft, yeah. So That's they probably know, the goal. They know where they're going. The Bears know if they have to go for a quarterback or not. But we'll have mm-hmm. to see. Um, guys, any final thoughts on, on that trade on the NFL before we send to a quick break? It's happening. It it's might happening. be happening. And when it if it does, if and when it does, we'll talk all about it on the unwritten rule. Um, we're going to send it to a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have our special guest join us for some spring training and baseball, as well as, of course, everyone's favorite debate. You don't want to miss it. This is The Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. This is how we do every day. We be if you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, this is Mommy's Jam. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Make sure to start your week off right by listening to General Emission on KCOU 88.1 FM from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. every Monday morning. I think he's wrong, though. You're, it's a heartless move. agreeing and disagreeing on the same topic. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing that it wasn't a smart move. I'm just not disagreeing with Anthony Davis's dad either. Once again, that's General Admission from 8 to 9 a.m. on KCOU 88.1 FM for the latest updates from the MLB, NFL, NBA, and the NCAA. The shocking statistics are that one in five people in Boone County lives in poverty. Even worse, approximately 250 Columbia children are homeless. The Heart of Missouri United Way fights for solutions to improve lives by supporting 33 local organizations that strengthen the health, education, basic needs, and financial stability of our community. Join the fight today and live united by making your gift at uwheartmo.org slash donate. And welcome back to the Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. Uh, We're going to turn to Kenny for some breaking baseball news, but first, but first, we're just going to welcome in our special guest to talk some baseball as well as 
the great debate that we've been having recently on our show. It's our good friend, Will Nalty. Will, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, y'all. We're good. Doing good. Don't speak good. for me. <laughs> I'm great, Will. Thank you for asking. Um, good. How even, are each of you? Don't think Will asked how we were doing, guys. Yes, he, he did just now. I but did. I said He did. He did just you now. You weren't listening. No. He said, you said, how are you doing? And he said, he said doing good, guys. He said doing good. good. How about y'all? This uh, just in. This just Yeah, in. Kenny, Kenny report this breaking news. This breaking news. Peyton, Peyton cannot hear. Uh, breaking news. Uh, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez are breaking up and the wedding is off. <sighs> I told Will and he is excited. Drama. I've never seen him smile this big in my life. Did that happen? He's smiling right now. Look. Oh, he is smiling. Will, do you have oh, anything? I'm smiling all on yeah. Zoom right now. Uh, I don't really well, care for Alex Rodriguez, but uh, I like JLo after seeing her as uh, Selena in the Selena documentary. So Interesting. We should have known this was happening after what happened uh, at the New Year's. What happened? Deal. Uh, well, I can't really repeat what happened on air. Oh, oh because, I see. Oh, dear. But, yeah, uh, that's a power couple that we thought could have bought literal countries. The amount of money they were making. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who thought that? Me. Okay. <laughs> All right. But well, yeah. I mean, with that being said, I, I don't know how much that will impact the, the current state of baseball, but obviously. It won't. We always break news if we can on this show. But turning back to spring training and I guess the current state of baseball. How often does news need to be broken at 3 o'clock every Friday? I, you it know, it, it happens on occasion. It happens a lot more than yeah, you think. Yeah, actually. Does it? Yeah. yeah. I, okay. When was the last time we broke news on the show? We've had some NFL stuff oh, happen. Oh, uh, when LeBron went to Miami. <laughs> oh, I'm taking right. my talents I to I do South remember Beach. that. Never mind. Um, but, yeah, I mean, turning back to spring training, guys, give us an update, a rundown, what's happening, who's uh, who's doing well, who's playing bad. I'll ask Will about the Braves soon, but. Should I go first? If you want to. The Houston Astros bats have been very sluggish, but it's also spring training. The only thing I could say is that Steven Souza Jr., uh, six-year vet in the Major League Baseball, 31 years old, is done with baseball, and I do not think he should make the 40-man roster. He is striking out 62% of his at-bats. He's only hit in 13 at-bats this season as a home run, and Oof. it's time to stop thinking that he should be on the roster. He's made up 50% of your guys' uh, round-trippers, and you want to cut him. Yeah, I do. There's only two home runs this year. Another one's Jose Siri, who's going to be in the Hall of Fame someday, and... Yeah, that's about it. No, that's... not you, Siri. This... <sighs> Turned on my Siri. That wasn't funny. Your phone. There was nothing <laughs> in your phone. Uh, Peyton, tell us about the Cubs. My goodness, Jock Peterson, ladies and gentlemen, is going to win MVP this year. He has Ooh. five home runs this spring. He's spraying the ball all over the diamond. He just had a bunt single against the shift today. The man is playing like he's on. Un... Uh, what was this quote? But he was with, when he was with the Dodgers, he felt confined and restricted. And uh, now he's he's playing like a man that's not restricted now that the nerd trolls in L.A. can't hold him back. Kenny. You wanted the this is Will's turn. Will, <laughs> tell us about the Braves. You're from Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Nick Marcake is retired today. How? I'm about to cry about that. Uh, that was sad. Truers Park's going to be open at 33% starting April. Ooh, they got fans. That's happy. 33? 
33% of Truist Park will be open to the public. I guess that's better than the Rangers literally having full attendance well, on opening day. Yeah. Uh, They're kind of a mess. Funny enough, it's just a 33% all down the first baseline. What? <laughs> none, none, none of the rest of the stadium is open, but just they're going to pack 33%. Oh, that's genius. In. Yeah, right? Yeah, so you don't you have to like clean still... the other half of the stadium. You know, it's 100% on one side. <laughs> yeah. But it's fair. It basically ruins the the minimal capacity stadium by packing them all in one part. But yeah, I, I think that's know. smart. So, like you don't have like you're not packing forty thousand people into the stadium, right? So you're not like having a don't have to spray down the rest of the stadium. Makes sense. You can also you know, keep the nice camera angles and like keep a crowd shot in there. There you go. But like, I don't. I just like the rain. I one hundred percent attendance on opening day. I feels mean, so illegal and it's technically not in texas yeah i was gonna say like do you know what's like <laughs> happened is that what the rangers are doing yeah, yeah. it is oh. they're doing 100 percent with masks and then after opening day they're going back to 40 percent for they're two only months doing for two months oh my lord what are the astros doing kenny that's different uh, astros are doing phases so currently i think they're at 30 percent and each month if it's getting better in the world they will open up another 10 percent of the stadium I think the Cubs are doing like 20%, if I remember correctly, because Illinois is very much strict locked down still. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the Brewers are doing, but, I mean, any other any other storylines to be following for, for spring training? Not no, much happening? things are just slowly progressing Chugging right along. Now. Yep. When does the season start again? April, April 1st. 1st. Oh, yeah, that's always right. April um, Fool's Day. April Fool's. Maybe they'll fool us like they did last year and not have a season. They did have a season. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. A full season. Should we open the debate? A non-Mickey Mouse season. We can open the debate. I don't know if you had anything else on baseball, but... No, nah, um, there's not a ton happening right now. Gotcha. One, one thing I would say. Yeah. Uh, to our Royals fans, if you're listening, uh, Bobby Witt Jr. is the future of baseball. He is literally Troy Tulowitzki. If he stays healthy, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. This kid is insane. He is incredible. He can... He's five tools. He had hit a bomb 450 feet the other day, and he's oh. wicked fast. You're selling him short. He hit it 484 feet. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, and you know, he wasn't even the first overall pick in that draft. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Future of baseball, Bobby future Witt. Future of baseball, Bobby Witt. Um, Will, we, of course, also have asked you to join us for a debate that we've been having for the last couple, I guess, weeks now. When is the movie comes out soon, oh, right? Uh, March, March 25th. March 25th. 25th. Will even knows the date. Um, Will, so of course you know this is the King Kong versus Godzilla debate where you give your take as to who will win this epic battle of champions. So who do you think is going to take the dub? So I've spent the last uh, probably 45 minutes since 3 o'clock before I came on the show watching uh, King Kong versus Godzilla, a Japanese movie from 1962. Oh, wow. Old school. Research on it. In, yeah, right? And it's a kind of crazy... I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just kind of read the plot on Wikipedia and then saw the final battle on YouTube. Um, but in the final battle, Godzilla has King Kong's number, drop kicks him off of Mount Fuji. Oh, wow. yeah! And then <laughs> practically kills King Kong until King Kong gets struck by lightning, gets like a burst of energy, and then they... What? Keep fighting. <laughs> then they keep fighting off and fall into the ocean together, and only Kong surfaces and then swims back to his island. So oh. based on that, I think King Kong will win. So King Kong is oh. a lightning merchant? He baited, he baited us into thinking it was going to be Godzilla, no, too. No, no, no. 
No way. An actual line from the movie is when like there's a kind of helicopter circling because they the Japanese uh, special forces set up this fight to take each to take the two out the two monsters out. Oh An actual gosh. fight or actual line from this scene is after Kong is laying at the base of Mount Fuji after being drop kicked by Godzilla. God. One of the I guess pilots of this helicopter says, "Don't worry, Kong uh, is powered by electricity. There's a storm coming." You get oh, so- <laughs> King Kong equals he's Zeus. powered he by lightning. Power. He's a gorilla. <laughs> oh, this is dumb. He's also a like forty foot tall gorilla. That doesn't matter. It's also a hilarious movie because the final fight is not like claymation animation or like any sort of computer generated images. It's just a man in a gorilla suit and a man in a lizard really (laughs) (laughs) amongst an entire miniature set that's amazing i highly recommend we need to watch this movie well maybe we'll just spoiled what'll be like a easter egg in the movie and that king kong has the power of the sky lightning power he's like zeus so i did additional and it was not originally supposed to be king kong in that movie in that 1962 movie it was supposed to be godzilla versus frankenstein which (laughs) is where that line came from whoa This is so just... maybe that's where the lightning came from, because wasn't Frankenstein? Yeah, that's how it comes alive. My... Exactly. They can't handle this. So my question to y'all is, who would win the fight, Godzilla or Frankenstein? Godzilla. Godzilla. I, yeah. Godzilla. Okay, <laughs> this is that right. This movie is absolutely being thrown out of the bonkers. Debate. There is no way a lightning being struck by gorilla makes him s- no. Or, sorry, <laughs> gorilla being struck by lightning makes him any stronger. He is literally dead on the side of Mount Fuji and gets struck by lightning, gets revived, and wins the fight. Wow. Typically, lightning does not do that. <laughs> I mean, um, we'll have to see. I've never seen that happen, but I've also never like seen a gorilla fight a lizard before. So. <laughs> that is true. Very valid. Um, Will, you told us something before the show. Uh, what did you... You said you wanted the, the movie to go a certain way. You remember this? Oh, oh I, I hope the humans are the antagonists. And they team up against them? Exactly. I hope that uh, Kong and Zilla annihilate the human race and then live coexisting on different continents. In peace. Well, there you go. Yeah, I agree with that because the real enemy is deforestation. (laughs) This is true. All right. I mean, that's that's pretty much all we got. Kenny, any final word? Then we'll we'll send Um, it off. I had something to say, but if it wasn't important, I... That's why I forgot it. Um, <laughs> I mean, happy enough. birthday, Peyton! Happy birthday, Thanks, Peyton. guys. I didn't want to spoil it, but uh, my birthday is not for another month, so <laughs> Kenny's just a little early. Oh, mine's closer than that. Happy birthday, Will. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Will! Clap Thanks. it up for Will! All right. And that'll probably wrap it up for this episode. He is now 47. <laughs> Woo! Wow, he's like 17 years younger than you. <laughs> That's crazy. That'll probably do it Never here for us. Raise at, the <laughs> at the Unwritten Rule. Will, thank you so much uh, for joining us this week. And uh, yeah, everyone, everyone take care and catch us next week. Same time, same place. We're going to talk a bunch of March Madness, I'm sure. And uh, you don't want to miss it. This has been the Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1.